0: It may be the most practical question and the most easily understood issue in the whole passion narrative. Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? After all, as Mark tells us, it was a very large stone. Help was needed. The three women arrived at the tomb to do a kind and gentle thing, to anoint the body of their friend, not, I'm sure, to engage in heavy lifting. But this question falls on us, maybe not to crush our hope, but to take us deeper into the Easter mystery. In order to gain access to the risen Christ, help is needed. And the question now becomes, who will teach us how to enter into the death and resurrection of Jesus? Who will teach us how to be buried with Christ? in order to rise with him. The question that Paul puts to the early church. And so, some help is truly needed. And the one who will roll back the stone of our understanding is waiting, not in death, but in life. Not in a tomb, but in the experiences of relationship, in the beauty of creation, as we heard in our first reading, in human needs and in the dreams that change those needs into Beatitudes. Who will help us to grasp the fullness of emptiness? Might it be the newly baptized, across the church? Will they bring a new dawn into the church that needs a fresh spirit on a regular basis and so rekindle the faith of the rest of us? Will it be the young people who, like the young man inside the tomb, dressed in a white robe, a symbol of one who has already known the resurrection, And I think of those who have risen up across this country to protest gun laws, or the lack of them, confronting the indecision of those who could make a difference. Will they be the paschal light of a new time? A light to shine into the darkened hearts and hardened hearts of those who cannot Or will not see that a future without violence may just be possible? Will it be the supporters of the Me Too movement who have shed the light of truth telling and decency on the issue of abuse? Will their courage be a new dawn of respect across every generation? And in every relationship? Will it be the poets, the prophets, the protesters for climate control? Will it be the advocates for humane immigration policy? Will it be you or me? Or you, and me. Resurrection is not about fear, a fear of what's in the tomb. It's about embracing what awaits us beyond the tomb, what's waiting for us if we dare to go to our own Galilee and there to see the one. Who promised. The young man in the gospel wants to help the women with their search and so he tells them to go to Galilee, to the place where it all began and where they can begin again to take up the ministry, his ministry, as their ministry. It is there that they will discover that resurrection is about continued engagement for the women, the disciples, and for us. Galilee was for them and is for us our home address. So the resurrection is not about the spices and the clothing of a dead body. It's about being anointed and clothed as the new person in Christ Jesus, having that new heart, that new spirit that Ezekiel talked about. The resurrection is not where we put Jesus, either in a manger or on a cross or in a tomb. These are earthly places. The resurrection is never about where we put Jesus. It's always about where he puts us and he puts us on the path to make things different, to push back the darkness, to transform that emptiness into fullness. The message of Easter is that the Lord Jesus is not exactly where we expect. The risen Christ, however, is not lost. He is risen. There's a big difference He will show up in the garden, or at the seashore, or in the upper room, or on the road to Emmaus, or marching in the street, or living in our neighborhood, and because he loves us, he will show up inside, within each of us. If we were caught up in the unfolding of the earthly ministry and mission of Jesus as a journey to his death, then the mission and ministry of who we are as his followers after his rising from the dead will be a continuation of that journey that he promised us. And it will be a journey perhaps of fear and amazement, but also one Of courage and hope. And it will be a journey filled with the faith and the fire of a community of believers and lovers, of stones to roll away, and women and men to help us do it. It will be a journey with those who will anoint us with their energy and accompany us with their tears, And their joy. So my friends, when should we start such a journey? Well, let's take the words of the Gospel tonight as our time. It was very early on the first day of the week when the Sun had risen. Now there's a line Pregnant with Hope and Possibility. Do not be alarmed. Be amazed.